From Kindred Church, your inclusive church family. This podcast is a collection of sermons from our weekly worship services in Durham, North Carolina. Whatever your background is, wherever you are on your faith journey, we hope this message helps you take your next steps in response to God's unconditional love. Well, Merry Christmas and welcome to Kindred Church. It's good to be with you if we've not met before. My name is Daniel. I'm the pastor here. And if this is your first time to tune in with us, we're especially glad that you've joined us tonight. Uh, Real fast before we get into tonight's scripture and and sermon, uh, I want to invite you to join us on Sunday, January the 8th at 10 a.m. at AMC Classic Theater where we worship. Uh, That is going to be our New Year kickoff worship service and celebration and, and popcorn party. We are kicking off a brand new year of ministry. Uh, We're starting a new sermon series that day. We're going to be telling you about lots of different ways that you can get connected and and get involved with us at at Kindred. And then after worship that day, we'll have our our popcorn bar uh, with all the the toppings and and fixings so you can enjoy some delicious popcorn and and toppings as you mix and mingle and and get to know some other folks uh, in our Kindred community. So again, Sunday, January the 8th, uh, New Year kickoff. Would love to see you there uh, if you're local. Uh, All right, tonight's uh, scripture reading is is the traditional Christmas story from Luke chapter 2, and it says this. In those days, Caesar Augustus declared that everyone throughout the empire should be enrolled in the tax lists. This first enrollment occurred when Quirinius governed Syria. Everyone went to their own cities to be enrolled. Since Joseph belonged to David's house and family line, He went up from the city of Nazareth in Galilee to David's city, called Bethlehem in Judea. He went to be enrolled together with Mary, who was promised to him in marriage and who was pregnant. While they were there, the time came for Mary to have her baby. She gave birth to her firstborn child, a son. She wrapped him snugly and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the guest room. Nearby, shepherds were living in the fields, guarding their sheep at night. The Lord's angel stood before them. The Lord's glory shone around them, and they were afraid. The angel said, Don't be afraid. Look, I bring good news to you, wonderful, joyous news for all people. Your Savior is born today in David's city. He is Christ the Lord. This is a sign for you. You will find a newborn baby wrapped snugly and lying in a manger. Then suddenly a great assembly of the heavenly forces was was with the angel, praising God. They said, Glory to God in heaven and on earth, peace among those whom he favors. When the angels returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, Let's go right now to Bethlehem and see what's happened. Let's confirm what the Lord has revealed to us. They went quickly and they found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. When they saw this, they reported what they had been told about this child, and everyone who heard it was amazed at what the shepherds told them. Mary committed these things to memory and considered them carefully. The shepherds returned home, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen. Everything happened just as they had been told. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. 
Well, about five years ago, my wife was pregnant with our first child, and it was about 12 days before her due date, and um, late in the afternoon, she started having some contractions, and, and the contractions started to get closer to, together and, and more regular and, and all of that, and uh, this was her first pregnancy, and we really didn't know how labor works, uh, so we, we didn't want to go to the hospital too late, so, so we decided to, to go on into the, the hospital, and we get there, and the nurses uh, hook cursing up to that like contraction reader belt thingy, and uh, they, they get the readings on the on the contractions, and they come back to us and, and say basically like, yeah, yeah, these are contractions and, and yeah, they're pretty regular, but they're not super strong yet. And so we're not 100% sure that this is actually labor. So they ended up sending us home and we leave the hospital. And, and honestly, we're kind of deflated because we thought like maybe we're having a baby uh, tonight. And we were a little embarrassed for, for coming to the hospital too early. Uh, but we went home and, and we tried to make a normal evening of it. We, we got some dinner. We, we watched some TV. Uh, meanwhile, these contractions, though, they're, they're getting stronger and stronger and they're starting to get pretty painful. And so at a certain point, my wife is like, hey, do you think we should go back to the hospital now? Like, this is really starting to seem like it, it is labor. And I'm like, no, no, you know, we, we don't want to get sent home again. You know, like, let's wait. Let's just see how all of this plays out. So a little time goes by, I guess a little later in the evening, gets to be about bedtime. And, you know, the whole time that the contractions get stronger and stronger, they're getting really, really painful now. And so my wife is like, hey, th this really seems like it's probably labor. Like, maybe, maybe we should go to the hospital. And I'm like, no, no, we don't want to get sent home again. You know, let, let's just wait. Let, let's see how this plays out. Uh, so I ended up going off to, to bed. I kind of dozed off. And, and again, the, the contraction's stronger, stronger. They're getting extremely painful uh, while I'm sleeping. And around 1 a.m., my wife shakes me awake. And she tells me in no uncertain terms that if I don't get out of bed and drive her to the hospital, uh, I will not live to see the sunrise. And so uh, when I saw her in that much pain, uh, suddenly my fear switched. Like before I was afraid we were going to go back to the hospital too soon. Uh, now I'm worried that we have waited way too late. And so I jumped out of bed, grabbed the keys, grabbed our little hospital bag. We, we get in the car. Uh, normally I'm a law-abiding citizen, but, but I was breaking all kinds of traffic laws <laughs> to get us to the hospital as fast as I could. So I drop Kirsten off at the door, uh, check her in with the, the nurses, and I got to go park the car. And meanwhile, the, the nurses take her back. So I run back. Uh, I didn't see which way the nurses took Kirsten, though. So I'm standing in the lobby trying to look at the signs and, and figure out which way to go. Um, it's the middle of the night, so the only other person in the hospital lobby is this security guard. And he kind of looked like Stanley from The Office, if, if any of you know uh, The Office. And um, uh, he looks at me, and I guess he sees my confusion and, and my panic. And, and so he's like you looking for that pregnant lady? And I was like, yes, please. Do you know which way they, they took her? Uh, and he points down this long hallway and he looks at me and he says, son, you better run. <laughs> and so I take off sprinting down that hospital hallway. Well, to make a long story short, uh, everything ended up working out just fine. I mean, we, we probably should have gone to the hospital a little sooner than we did. Um, but nevertheless, I did not miss the, the birth of my son. And, and more importantly, he was not born in our car like I had feared. Uh, everything worked out just fine. But here's the reason that, that I share that story tonight. It, it's that anytime a, a new baby arrives, there's a whole lot of emotions involved. You know, there's, there's love and gratitude and hope and, and all of these things. Uh, but there's another emotion as well. I know from experience, there's also fear. Uh, I'm not sure I know of a, a single family that has received a, a new child, whether through birth or whether through uh, adoption that didn't experience some level of fear at some point in the, the process. That, that's part of the reality. And that was certainly true. That was certainly true in this Christmas story on the night that Jesus 
was born. You know, all of us have heard this story so much, it, it gets really nostalgic, it starts to sound like a, a fairy tale, and we sometimes forget that this story took place in the middle of some really harsh circumstances. And that meant that pretty much everybody in this story had a whole lot of fear. To Think, think about it. I mean, Mary was afraid. I mean, she's a, a teenage mother. She's far from home. She's getting ready to, to give birth for the very first time. And she has to do that in this nasty barn with all these disgusting animals. I mean, she's, she's afraid for, for good reason, right? Joseph, he's afraid. I mean, first time dad, as far as we know, he, he's wandering around this unfamiliar town. It's dark. It's night. He can't even find a clean place for his fiance to sleep, much less to, to have a baby. He's He's afraid. You know, we're told about these shepherds out in the nearby fields. They're afraid too. You know, at any moment, uh, wolves could come and, and gobble up all their sheep. You know, at any moment, uh, thieves could come and, and try to steal the, their, their sheep. They're, they're living hand to mouth. Uh, they're at the very bottom of, of society and their only source of income is these vulnerable flocks uh, of sheep. So, so they've got plenty of fear. And, and really, everybody in Israel... All the people of Israel were afraid that night that Jesus was born because at this point in history, Israel was occupied by the, the Roman Empire. And the Romans were pretty brutal. And the Romans at any moment could raise taxes even higher and, and crush them financially. At any moment, Roman soldiers could, could show up and, and have any of them arrested, could have them assaulted, could, could kill them even. And they had no rights. They had no legal protections against that. So the night that Jesus was born, there was a whole lot of people feeling a whole lot of fear. And I think if we're honest, if we're honest, that's something that, that most of us actually have in common with, with most of the people in this Christmas story. Because the honest truth is that, that most of us are carrying a whole lot of fear as well about lots of different kinds of things. I mean, I know some of us are, are carrying a whole lot of fear about money. You know, how am I going to pay all of these bills? How am I going to deal with all this debt? How am I ever going to shake this feeling that, that I just don't have enough, especially during the holidays, right? Like how many of us spent way too much money over the last couple of weeks? That, that's real. You know, others of us have, have a whole lot of fear about a relationship or about a loved one in our life. You know, what, what if I never meet the right person? What if my marriage is coming to an end? What, what if my child keep struggling like this? What, what if my family never accepts me for who I really am? I know others of us have, have fear of failure, right? This hits close to home for me. I'm an Enneagram 3. I don't know if, if any of you know the Enneagram or, or what your number is, but uh, I'm a 3. Like, what if, what if I fail? Uh, what if I fail at work, at, at home, as a parent, as a spouse? What, what if I'm just not good enough? What if I turn out to be a giant disappointment? Some of us are afraid of that. Some of us have fear about our health or an addiction or, or just the, the future of this society or the future of our planet, right? I could go on and on and on, but the, the, the point is, one thing that most of us have in common with each other and one thing that most of us have in common with, with all the people in this Christmas story is that we know what it's like to live in fear. So, so isn't it interesting? Isn't it interesting what the angel says to the shepherds? in the middle of this story. Did, did you catch this line? really jumps out to, to me. Um, you, you know, uh, in the middle of this story, right after the birth of Jesus, we're told about these shepherds out in the, the nearby fields and they're, they're watching their flocks by night. Uh, why are they watching their flocks by night? Well, because if they go to sleep, their sheep are going to wander off or wolves could come and gobble them up or other shepherds could come by and, and steal them. So they're watching their flocks by night because they're afraid. 
And while that's happening, we're told that, that suddenly this angel appears and this angel has a message from God. And do you remember the very first thing that angel says? Like, like before the angel says anything about baby Jesus or Bethlehem or the manger or any of that, the angel says these three words to the shepherds. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Now, I've never seen an angel. I'm guessing you've never seen an angel. Um, you may not believe in angels. These shepherds may not have believed in angels before this experience. And so they're stunned. And I guess it just didn't seem appropriate to like talk back to an angel. But I got to think that a lot of these shepherds were sitting there thinking like, really, Mr. Angel, don't be afraid. Are you serious with that? Because look, we are sitting here in an occupied territory. We got enemy soldiers roaming all around us. At any moment, wolves could come, thieves could come and take away our only source of income. We're, we're sitting here living hand to mouth. We're on the bottom of society. We're as vulnerable as vulnerable can be. And here you show up, Mr. Angel, talking about don't be uh, afraid. Like, why the heck not? You know, I bet some of the shepherds were thinking, enlighten us, Mr. Angel. Why shouldn't we be afraid? And, and maybe some of you are sitting here tonight thinking that exact same thing. Hey, with, with everything that I've got going on, in my life, with everything that I've got going on financially, with all that I'm going through with my family or at work, with everything that this world is going through, why shouldn't I be afraid? It's a good question. And, and apparently, the, the, the angel knows that this is the question that's on everybody's mind. Apparently, the angel knows that if you show up in this broken and scary world talking about don't be afraid, you better have a good reason for it if you don't want to get laughed out of the room. So, so listen to what the angel says next. Don't be afraid, the angel says. Okay, why? The angel goes on, look, I bring good news to you. Wonderful, joyous news that is for all people. Okay, angel, what is it? The angel says this, your savior is born today in David's city and he is Christ the Lord. Your savior is born today in David's city and he is Christ the Lord. Here's what that means, that the angel is telling us, the angel is telling the, the, the shepherds, hey, I know life can be really, really hard. I know that life can be painful. It can be overwhelming. There are so many things in this world that you have to be afraid of, but the angel is saying, I'm here to tell you that in the middle of all of that, God is with you. God is with you, that Jesus has come, God in the flesh, to be with you no matter what, now and forever. Th think about this, that the God who created this entire universe, that the subatomic particles that we can't even see, the galaxies out there that we haven't even discovered yet, God is with you right now, right here. The God who created you, the God who crafted you and formed you with care and purpose and intention, the God who formed you in God's own image, God is with you. That the God who knows every detail of your past, the God who already knows every detail of your future, God is with you. That's the good news of Christmas. And, and that's why the angel tells us, don't be afraid. Notice, it's not don't be afraid because bad things are never going to happen to you, 
right? Sometimes bad things do happen. We all know this. We've all experienced this. Some of us are experiencing it right now. And the promise here is is not don't be afraid because your fears are never actually going to come true. Sometimes our fears do come true. Some of us are experiencing that right now. And think about this Christmas story. Every person in this story went through a time when something bad happened to them. Every person in this story went through a time when their fears did come true, including Jesus himself. Including Jesus himself. This is just, it's part of human life. It's part of human life. But the angel says, don't be afraid because even in those times when bad things do happen, even in those times when our fears do come true, we never, ever have to go through that alone. And God never, ever expects us to go through that alone. No matter what happens in life, even in death, God is with us. God is with you. Now just think with me for a minute about what that means for you right here, right now, in your life. If you're somebody that's carrying a lot of fear about money because there's there's bills and there's debt and it's it's stressful and it's it's overwhelming, remember that right now, tonight, God is right there with you. And God never expects you to go through that alone. If you're somebody who's carrying fear about a relationship or 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 a loved one, remember right here tonight, God is with you and God never expects you to go through that alone. If you're somebody who's got a fear of failure, whether that's at work or at home or just at life in in general, remember God is right there with you. God never expects you to go through that alone. If you got fear about your health, about an addiction, about the the future of society or this planet or, or the future in general, remember God is right there with you. God never expects you to go through anything, anything alone. So so, so don't be afraid, the angel tells us, because no matter what, God is with you. Uh, Let me end with with this. Uh, I know that when we're going through something really hard in life, and some of you are in that spot right now, I know that uh, when we're going through something really scary in life, like some of you are, right now. It can be really hard to believe that this is actually true, right? Like like when stuff is hitting the fan in our life, it can be so hard to believe that God really is with us. And maybe that's where some of you are tonight, that you're like, yeah, nice Christmas message, preacher. All this sounds great, but with everything that I've been through, with everything that I'm dealing with in my life right now, Even if I wanted to believe this, I'm just not sure that I can believe that this is actually true. Um, I don't know if you know this, but but that is actually a perfectly normal thing to feel. Because for all of us, wherever we're at on our faith journey, wherever we're at in our relationship to church, our relationship to God, or or, or whatever, what's true for all of us is that growing in our faith and trusting God more and, and living with less fear, all of that takes practice. It takes a lot of practice. It takes support. It takes a lot of people in our life who can remind us that God is with us even when we can't see that, even when we can't believe that for ourselves. And and I want you to know tonight that here at Kindred Church, we want to be those people in your life. We want to be that support for you. If you don't already have a church family that you're invested in, if you don't already have a church family that's invested in you, we want to be your church family. So, so bring your fears. Uh, bring your doubts. 
Bring your skepticism. If you've got skepticism, that's fine. But bring your questions, bring your struggles, bring your pain, and get to know us. And let us get to know you. Because I promise that if you do that, you are going to grow in your faith. And and you're going to help us grow in our faith as well as as we follow Jesus together. And that's a journey that we would so love to share with you. Again, I don't know what it is that you're going through tonight. I don't know what fears you're carrying, but, but here's something I do know, that this good news of Christmas, it really does apply to you. God is right there with you, and God never expects you to go through anything alone. So keep leaning on that promise. That's my encouragement to you. Keep leaning on that promise. Surround yourself with people who can help you to lean on that promise and and keep clinging to that message from the angel. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Let me pray for us. Oh, gracious and loving God, compassionate and and merciful God, we we thank you for your deep love for us. We thank you for your commitment to us. Um, God, we live in a world, as you well know, that is very scary. And so many of us are carrying so much fear and we have good reasons for our fear and that's why we're so grateful that you give us this message, that you come to be with us as one of us, to show us once and for all how how deeply you are with us and and to show us that we are never ever alone no matter what we face. God, sometimes uh, in the middle of a hard situation, in the middle of a scary situation, that can be really hard for us to believe, but we pray that you would help us to trust God. Surround us with people in our life who can help us to practice trusting in you so that we can live with less fear as we grow in our confidence that no matter what we're facing, you're with us and you will see us through. God, for anybody who's listening to this tonight who doesn't have a great church family in their life, I pray that you would guide them to to find that. Uh, And if that happens to be here at Kindred Church, God, give them the the courage to, to take their next steps whatever those next steps might be. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to to celebrate once again that the gift of your son and his arrival in our world. We pray all this in his name. Amen. Uh, friends, just a few things quickly here before us. Uh, for us, before we go, uh, if you're new to, to Kindred Church, I would love to connect with you and uh, get to know you and, and help you find your place in our community. If that's of interest to you, click the connect link in the description and uh, fill out the short form. I'll reach out to you in the days ahead. Also, if you're local, we would love to see you in in-person worship. You can find out how to do that on our website. It's kindrednc.church. Uh, and finally, click the announcements link. We, we're making some adjustments to our worship schedule over the next couple of Sundays. Uh, And so that'll give you all the details about that. Again, we look forward to seeing many of you on January the 8th at 10 a.m. at AMC Classic Theater to help us celebrate our New Year kickoff. And with that, friends, thanks again for worshiping with us. Merry Christmas and good night. Thanks for tuning in. If this message was meaningful to you, consider sharing it with a friend who might also find it meaningful. To support this ministry, To get involved with Kindred Church or to learn more about us, check out our website, kindrednc.church. We hope you have a great week.